from the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Well, here we are, another Jota weekend, and I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker with the WIA National News for week commencing October 17. And in the news, one of our aircraft is missing. Has the ship that rocked been scuttled? Showcasing the ACMA. One Antarctic summer, starring regular Central Coast based listener VK2APQ and climate satellite blinded by radio interference. Communication support for Chile Mine Rescue. This is the World Watch via television, the rescue of 33 trapped miners at San Jose in Chile. Giving its support was the Radio Club to Chile, RCCH, to boost the availability of communications in the area. President of the Radio Amateurs of the region of Atacma, Jose Maldonado, said support was offered to overcome the lack of communication facilities in this desert region of Chile. The support enabled links for various authorities with emergency equipment inside the San Jose site and also with family and authorities in the city of Copiapo. While this collaboration continued, all shared the common hope for the safe rescue of the miners trapped 700 metres below ground in the copper mine since the 5th of August. That story from Jim Litton, VK3PC, Chairman, International Amateur Radio Union, Region 3, Disaster Communications Committee. And I must admit, I was glued to the various live feeds for this rescue, but really to see what happened when they brought to the surface that miner with both wife and mistress awaiting him. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Shepparton and Northeastern districts, it can be heard at 7.30pm Sundays on 146.650 2-metre repeater VK3RGV. I'm Neil, VK3KAL. The WIA Centenary. Let's have a look ahead at the VK100 WIA roster. The special call sign for the Centenary of Organised Amateur Radio in Australia continues to be in strong demand. About 40 WIA-affiliated clubs with their three-day rostered slots have amassed a whopping 23,000 contacts so far, with the six-month availability of the call sign to conclude at the end of this month. Eastern Zone Amateur Radio Club have the call sign on air today from Hazelwood with its initial focus being Jota involving a local girl guide group and Club President Peter Freeman VK3PF advises that after the Jota commitment the club will use the remainder of its 72 hours to put VK100 WIA on the HF and higher bands. Keep a watch out for it via the online logging facility that will show its activity in real time. On Wednesday through to Friday, the Chifley Amateur Radio Club from its club rooms at Plumpton take up the reins, activating the special call sign 1500 to 2200 local time. Look for it on 40 2015 10 plus 2 and 70 SEMs. VK100 WIA then moves down to Victoria's second largest city with the Geelong Radio and Electronic Society. Club Secretary Keith, VK3XKS, says operating times will be 9am to 9pm local on HF, VHF and UHF, Saturday 23 through to Monday 25 of October. He extends a warm welcome to everybody to visit the club rooms in High Street, Belmont. The special event finishes this month and the last two VK2 clubs to operate will be Chifley, as we mentioned earlier, UTC days of Wednesday 20 to Friday 22, and Westlakes, Friday the 29th through to Sunday the 31st. Hobart FM Community Radio 96.1 FM. Monday, 18th of October, that's tomorrow, sees Justin VK7 Tango Whiskey as guest of historian Reg Watson on his local history program. 
The program will feature some interesting early Wireless Institute of Australia history and maybe even some Tassie amateur radio history. The program originated as a result of the ABC radio program with Chris Wiseby on a weekend which Reg is a regular contributor to and which Justin presented some info about amateur radio on the WIA centenary recently. Yes, north, south, east and west clubs have and still are getting behind their centenary. From all the members of the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club, a very warm welcome to the amateur radio fraternity across Australia. My name is Rod, VK2FVRJ. The Central Coast Amateur Radio Club will be celebrating the 100th anniversary of the WIA at the annual Mangrove Mountain Country Fair, Saturday, October 23rd. Bring the family and enjoy the country atmosphere while we present our hobby to the general public. There will be many exhibits, animals, pony rides, crafts and food stalls, car and motorcycle exhibits, wood chopping and a whole lot more. The country fair will be held in the grounds of the Mangrove Mountain Community Hall, corner of Waratah Road and Wiseman's Ferry Road, Mangrove Mountain. The fun starts at 10 and goes all day. The club will be operating mainly on HF and will be accessing the club repeater VK2RAG on 438.075 and the club's IRLP node 6060. Come along and have a great day and remember, tune into the world and get people talking. And the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club this weekend are participating in the annual Jota at the Scout Hall in Wattle Street, East Gosford, if you're in the area. Another fest to take place, this time in VK7, but not until December, Central Highlands Ham Fest December 4 at Miena, sponsored by the Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club of Tasmania. This biannual event is centred literally in the middle of Tasmania in the Miena Community Hall. With the help of the media kit supplied as part of the VK100 WIA package, the Mariborough Electronics and Radio Group Incorporated has received publicity via press, television and broadcast radio in hosting the operations of VK100 WIA. Last Saturday and Sunday, Merge held a mini-expo at the Mariborough West Scout Hut. With repeated community announcements being given on radio, the stream of visitors continued through Sunday. Some local amateurs, who haven't been active, came to refresh their involvement with the hobby. One person came to anonymously donate some pre-loved test equipment. Many thanks from Merge. Kathy VK4KJ, the rebroadcaster for WIA News during October, was able to conduct the broadcast and call-ins using VK100 WIA to give more stations a contact for the centenary. VK100 WIA also called into the Brisbane 40 metre callbacks and was able to log some more stations despite heavy QR, local QRM. This weekend a team from Merge is helping local scouting groups enjoy Jota from the Aldershot Scout Camp. And for good measure Merge has been granted access to the public space in the green adjacent to the Mariborough Town Hall for the National Field Day coming up next Saturday. Hope to meet you on the airwaves. For Merge, I'm Jeff, VK4ZPP. Arena of Wonder, wires to wireless. Melbourne-based Pran Mechanics Institute throughout History Week is an annual event held at the group's Pran offices. The 2010 display will take place over the week of the 25th to the 30th of October and features a WIA centenary display prepared by well-known WIA historian Peter Wolfenden, VK3RV. 
The display, titled Arena of Wonder, From Wires to Wireless, is advertised as an extraordinary collection of wireless equipment and memorabilia marking the 100th anniversary of the Wireless Institute of Australia. It's birthday time, so happy birthday, Ippy! This year, the city of Ipswich is celebrating 150 years since being declared a municipality, and the WIA, of course, is also celebrating its 100 years in 2010. To mark this double celebration, the Ipswich and District Radio Club is holding a special presentation and barbecue next Saturday, October 23rd, at which Mayor Paul Pasali will attend. Club President Michael Charteris, VK4QS, said other special guests will include Director of the WIA, Ewan McLeod, and Ipswich councillors. Members and guests should arrive at the clubhouse in Deeping Street by 11am. Highlights will include the presentation to Mayor Pasali of the book Halcyon Days, amateur radio in Queensland from its earliest days to pre-World War II, written by Mr Alan Shawsmith, VK4SS, age 93. Also on the day, the Mayor will be inducted as an Honorary Vice President of the Ipswich and District Radio Club and receive a special certificate. And there will be a cutting of the dual commemorative cake, Ipswich 150 years and the WIA 100 years. I'm Alan, VK4FABR. Let's have a look at some ACMA news and what's happening across Australia in VK3, Sunday the 24th of October. That's the date for the annual Ballarat Hamvention, being held at Ballarat Greyhound Racing Club in Rubicon Street, Redden, with doors opening at 10am and also the barge is conducting its annual homebrew construction competition. Just look up their website for details and prizes. That's B-A-R-G. Kareen Primary School of West Australia is a hive of industry at present, preparing for their ARIS contact, due to take place this coming Tuesday afternoon, 19th of October, at 0706 UTC. That's 0706 UTC. Fifteen students have been selected to ask astronaut Doug Willock questions about life on board the ISS. David Long and David Hay will be going along to Reist in Hobart to give a presentation on what the Australian Communications and Media Authority does. We as amateurs have linkages through our licensing with the ACMA. However, they do so much more than just licensing. This should certainly be a fascinating insight into the organisation and why it exists. It happens Wednesday, November 3, 8pm in the Queen's Domain Club Rooms. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. All set for Australia's inaugural National Amateur Radio Public Relations event? A variety of locations and venues have been chosen by radio clubs and groups for the Tune Into The World Amateur Radio Gets People Talking, WIA National Field Day. Some 25 registrations will see public category amateur stations operating from four museum or technology centres, three Bunnings warehouses, a fire watch tower, schools, a beach rotunda, town squares, parks, shopping centre and club rooms. So far, these are all in mainland states and Alice Springs in the NT. Hopefully, Tasmania and the Australian Capital Territory will come on board during this week to provide nationwide participation. More clubs are most welcome to take part in the event on Saturday the 23rd. Just submit details via the WIA website, online registration facility, www.wia.org.au. All clubs already registered have been given access to a marketing and media guide, a template media release and a backgrounder on amateur radio. We know that WIA support resource has been eagerly welcomed and is to result in publicity and local news media promoting the event and likely to boost attendances. 
More than two dozen clubs have made the commitment to reach out to the public, provide information about amateur radio and offer the experience of talking over the airwaves under the guidance of an experienced radio amateur. It's all about marketing amateur radio to the public to increase awareness and understanding and to recruit new people into our hobby. Also, undoubtedly, it has the potential to reactivate a few lapsed radio amateurs along the way when they learn about the new era of amateur radio that began five years ago. And Saturday the 23rd of October is not just for clubs. Thank you to those individual radio amateurs who have volunteered to operate their private category station, providing a friendly, welcoming voice for QSOs with the public display stations. Now I repeat, this is a golden opportunity, a special day focused on promoting the hobby of amateur radio to people who have yet to discover the world's best hobby. Tune into the world. Amateur radio gets people talking. Radio in your inbox. VK1WIA. Now podcasting to the world. International news with thanks to RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Cars and planes and boats and things, car 54, where are you? A car used for the filming of a car chase scene in a Hollywood movie has collided with a Washington DC police SUV. The police SUV collided with a yellow Chevy Camaro, known as the character Bumblebee in the Transformers movie series. The prang was not scripted, and the police SUV was not supposed to be there. The police officer driving the SUV, a veteran bomb technician, was taken to hospital with minor injuries. Sources said the police officer was responding to a call, and was apparently using a different radio frequency than the officers who were securing the perimeter for the movie. The judge does it with frequency. Following the arrest and comprehensive prosecution of a plane spotter in South Africa's Gauteng, local aviation enthusiasts have been warned that they will need to write an exam and qualify as a radio amateur to legally possess popular airband receivers. Until now, nobody has been prosecuted for this offence. Port Elizabeth Amateur Radio Society Chairman Ashley Goosen has warned local aviation enthusiasts that they will need to be licensed to possess an airband receiver legally. Plane spotter Julian Swift was arrested earlier this year under the South African Telecommunications Act for the illegal possession of an airband receiver and for listening in on several radio frequencies. They're not just determined to throw the book at the spotter, they're still writing a telephone directory and war and peace to throw at him. Just last week, the state amended the charge sheet to include every frequency on his receiver. Has the ship that rocked been scuttled? News on that Pacific Ocean pop pirate ship that was planning to bombard Fiji with news and pop music, reminiscent to the golden oldies days of offshore England broadcast hubs, has dried up. The president of the Fiji Democracy and Freedom Movement, based in Sydney here in Australia, says the idea was to put an antenna on a ship anchored in international waters outside Fiji's legal jurisdiction. It had been suggested in some quarters that they were planning to position a Dutch-registered merchant vessel in the international waters off the coast of Fiji to defy censors in the military dictatorship and fire up on both AM and FM. New Nevada radio station to include Ham Station. A tower is in place for a new broadcast radio station that will have a ham radio connection. Amateur Radio Newsline's Don Carlson, KQ6FM, has the details. 
The station is KQLN on 91.3 MHz FM and will serve Alamo, Nevada in the Paragonet Valley. This from a site that sits on Nevada Highway 93 with coverage expected to be 50 miles in all directions. The owner of KQLN is Harvey Kaplan, KD7FJJ. Jerry Fugge, KC6ILH, our emergency coordinator in Nevada's northern Nye County, says that Kaplan is a member of the region's Aries Races organization that already has a repeater located at another of Kaplan's radio stations. That one located in the town of Pahrump. That's the city made famous by overnight talk show host Art Bell, W6OBB. In a recent interview, Kaplan told the Lincoln County Record that the station's transmitter site will house both KQLN along with an amateur radio station that will have coverage over most of the populated area of the valley. The ham station will be battery-powered and charged by solar panel. Kaplan told the newspaper that almost everyone associated with the station called Alamo Radio is not only a licensed amateur radio operator, but also a member of the Amateur Radio Emergency Service. Kaplan says he hopes others will want to serve the community and the valley by becoming licensed radio amateurs. He also looks forward to having KQLN-FM operating by the time of the November elections, if at all possible. Finland's VTT Technical Research Center is developing image processing technology that will improve surveillance of abandoned luggage in public places. It's well known that across Europe there are numerous closed-circuit TV systems in use in those public areas. These installations have the ability to gather large amounts of image material, but at this time there are no effective ways to analyze the mass of video data automatically and to recognize potential risk situations. Now comes VTT, which is involved in a European Union research project called Subito. Subito is aimed at developing information technology or IT solutions. An example might be luggage left in a public place which could contain explosives or other dangerous substances. Terror attacks based on this tactic have already taken place. Now, with the help of an application developed as part of the project, cameras recognize abandoned luggage automatically and rapidly identify, locate, and track the person who left it there. VTT says Sabido enhances security in a cost-efficient manner since the new technology can be built on the foundations of existing closed-circuit TV systems. Included privacy issues are thus easier to take into account because the end users must already take note of them in operating the system. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Operational News on Felix VK4FUQ. Special Events and On-Air Contest Column Dateline 2010. October 23, WIA National Field Day. November 20 and 21, WIA Spring VHF UHF Field Day. And always first with the scores, here is Trent, VK4TI, with the 2010 results of VK Shires. Today we have the res- 2010 results of the VK Shires. Congratulations are in order for the award winners. Catherine, VK4GH, won both the single operator and the single rover categories. VK2IM for the second year has won the VK5NJ trophy for the most CW contacts. VK7FWAY put in a stellar performance to take in top honours in the foundation category. And VK4ZD with VK4HH powered away with the multi-2 category. Well done, Bill and Diane. Mark VK4ADX went bush and set a new activation record for Shires, as well as second place in the Rover category. Well done all, and thanks to everyone who entered and submitted a log. See you all in 2011. Back to the news desk.
Thanks Trent. Now some special event stations in DX advice. ZS8M approved for DXCC credit. The RSGB say ZS8M from Murray and Island has been approved for DXCC credit. Those who have had cards rejected for this operation can email dxcc at awrl.org for an update to their DXCC account. Please refer to your LOTW account or the live daily listings for confirmation that an update has been done. AT10 Antarctica Time is running out to work Bhagwati, VU3BPZ. The communications manager the 29th Indian Expedition at the Antarctic Maitree Base Station as AT10BP. Bhagwati and his team have less than two months remaining at Maitree. Activity by AT10BP is SSB only, usually on the air around 1700 Zulu between 14276 and 14280 kHz. QSL direct only via I1HYW. For more info, visit the Worldwide Antarctic Program webpage. Also, Michelle, F6DWQ and Maydi, F5PFP, have put together a nice light show with music depicting the Maytree Base Station. You will find that link when you read the text edition of this news on wia.org.au. Logbook of the World It was Victor, RD3PQ, who uploaded QSO number 300 million to ARRL's Logbook of the World, thus confirming a QSO with SV2-OM3-CGN the 5th of October. ARRL commenced LOTW in 2001, and in January 2011 it will be 10 years since this initiative of digital log and confirmation of QSOs was first published. It has probably taken more time and more work than the ARRL had thought to get the system stable and functional, but thanks to a team of dedicated staff and volunteers, they now have a system with high security and stability. Awards. Attention new VK hams. Make one of your goals to obtain the WorkDog Winnipeg Award. Work 10 stations within Winnipeg, any mode, any band. This is a good one to get your toe in the award aspect of your new hobby. Achievable too, with just 10 VEs in Winnipeg to track down. Stations outside Manitoba within North America require 15 contacts and stations within Manitoba require 25 contacts. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ in Ingham. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. On the Sunshine Coast, it's relayed on 146.825 and 146.850 at 9am. I'm Gordon, VK4 VP. On the enforcement scene, climate satellite blinded by radio interference. European Space Agency says that it has launched a behind-the-scenes campaign to shut down illicit radio and television transmissions interfering with a major climate satellite. The 315 million euro soil moisture and ocean salinity probe has been bugged by patches of interference from radar, TV and radio transmissions in what should be a protected band. Now, one is a leak into the band of the electromagnetic spectrum of 1400 to 1427 assigned to space astronomy and Earth exploration satellites. The other cause is illegal transmissions by TV, radio links and networks such as security systems that are blasting into the precious radio band. Also, terrestrial radars appear to cause interference. On the media scene, VK6 News West. This WIA year, already VK6 RAP two-metre callbacks have hit the 1,000 check-in figure. For many a year, the highest had been Adelaide's two-metre outlet VK5 RAD, but this year the good folk in the West are doing it better. 
VK6RAP, first in Australia to hit the Magic 1000, a fitting tribute to long-time News West guru Dennis VK6KAD, who medically is doing it a little tough at the moment and has had to hang up his microphone. All the very best, Dennis. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News and Rewind. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Indonesian amateur radio satellites to launch in 2011. A news report says that the Indonesian National Institute of Aeronautics and Space will launch two satellites carrying amateur radio. They are Lapan A2 and Lapan Orari in the second quarter of 2011. The report could be read as implying that the satellites will be launched from a domestic rocket. An earlier report in February 2010 indicated that the Lapan Aurori would be launched from India. The article comments on the effects of import restrictions which led Lapan to develop local production to enable the country to have an independent rocket launch facility. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting. The Jota Jyoti website contains some recent editions of important information and resources. Please visit there and take a look as the Jota weekend rolls on. And don't forget to register your group's activity and let Bob Bristow, the Jota Jyoti coordinator for Scouts Australia, know how you have gone. One station that's in huge demand has been SU8JOTA. The Egyptian Radio Amateur Society, ERASD, celebrating the 53rd Jamboree of the Air, is on the air from the Cairo International Scout Centre. Although many stations commence Jota, the Friday afternoon local time here as in Australia VK, the official start is at 1pm local time and is opened by the current Australian Governor-General. I encourage you to be involved with energy and commitment in Jota and Jotty. Make yourselves heard. Listen to others. You will learn so much from these opportunities. I'm delighted, my friends, to declare the 53rd Jotter and the 14th Jotty open, and I wish you a truly wonderful and memorable weekend. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. One of our aircraft is missing. Cessna VHMDX is the only aircraft not accounted for on the Australian mainland right now and at this moment Weiss and New South Wales are out searching for her. This week, the 16th and 17th of October, Weissen are providing communication support for the Barrington Top Search and Rescue Exercise, or SARX, as well as training, and the objective of the exercise is to locate the missing Cessna, VHMDX. Get set this weekend. Canadian Simulated Emergency Test or SET, has been taking place this weekend, October the 16th and 17th, and is providing a great opportunity for ARIS groups to practice the delivery of amateur radio assistance to Canadian municipalities and served agencies. And now to Rewind. A small bit of amateur radio history has been replayed on TV, as Peter Ellis of VK1PE tells it in another of his very offbeat tales. 
On Thursday the 7th of October I got home late from a lodge meeting. I turned on the TV and was watching a snippet of One Antarctic Summer made in 1980 on Prime, that's the Seven Network, just after midnight and I suddenly saw VK2 APQ station used as the venue for the Federal Minister for something or other talking to a team on a boat in Antarctica. The call sign was even used by the operator on air. A small thing, but true. Well, best wishes to VK2APQ and the team from the boat. They've been remembered and replayed 30 years later. A PS, but not quite, Pierce Healy, VK2APQ, celebrated his 99th birthday in August of 2010. Good on you, well done, and this is Peter, VK1PE, for Amateur Radio News. G'day. Well, thank you, and it's just about time we were out of here. A quick look at the social scene, and then the final words this week from Bruce Lee's VK3 Triple F. October 23, next weekend, the WIA National Field Day. October 24, Ballarat Hamvention. November 7, Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest. November 14, in VK4, the President's Lunch at Rockhampton. On December 4, VK7 Central Highlands Hamfest at Miena. And next year, January the 30th, 2011, VK2, Mid-North Coast Radio Expo. And February 13, the big one is the Centre Victoria Radio Fest number four at Kyneton Racecourse, which is shaping up to be another beauty. The organising committee from Amateur Radio Victoria is now busy developing the program. Keep a watch on the website for more details. The commercial traders liaison, Barry Robinson, VK3PV, and second-hand sales coordinator, Tony Hambling, VK3VTH, have begun taking bookings. Mini lecture program coordinator, Peter Cousins, is reporting that the team on its return from DX0DX de-expedition to the Spratley will be giving a presentation at the Centre Victoria Radio Fest. The IARU Region 3 ARDF Championships will be held in Victoria in 2011. To tell us the latest about this radio sport activity will be the WIA ARDF Coordinator Jack Bramham, VK3 WWW. See you at the Centre Victoria Radio Fest on Sunday the 13th of February. I'm Bruce Lees, VK3 Triple F. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.